awesome. It looks so good. Trap. Oh my gosh, it's a trap. Carol Danver. It's a trap. Okay, got it. That's. Oh, this is Scarlet Witch, baby. Did I? She's getting her children back. She said not today. Not today. Oh my gosh. I think I stole it. Welcome back to New Rockstars. WandaVision just broke a lot of hearts, but you know, in good ways and in bad, hopefully. Uh, you know, leaving us, well, with no Mephisto, no mutants, no multiverse yet. But we do got some scrolls, we got a dark old, and we got some big old nuts to Doctor Strange. Jess, we ask this every week, but this time we really need it. Wanda the. Wanda the. <sighs> this is Inside Marvel. It's our WandaVision after show. I'm Eric Voss. I'm here with Jess Clements. Uh, let me have it, Jess. <sighs> I don't. <laughs> I. Yeah. Mm hmm. I'm trying to bring energy to myself. Are you the scat man suddenly? I'm the scat man. Yeah. I like can't even make a joke. I'm so sad. I'm sad to you. It's sad. It's also sad that it's just like, I'm sad that it's ending. And I'm sad because it was like, it was an easy, like every Friday like it was just like my schedule was down to a T mm. and every episode astounded me and I just wanted it to keep going forever and maybe I was in my own hex. <laughs> I think we were all a bit in our own hex, a hex of our own making, a reality Truly, of our yeah. own choosing. Uh, look, a lot of our theories were debunked uh, mm -hmm. or at least punted, you know, doesn't mean <laughs> Mephisto's dead forever. Some you go more watch than others. <laughs> the kind of batshit theory video we dropped in the dead of night uh, for me revealing that I am uh, Still kind of on the Mephisto train, just obviously not for WandaVision. He was not in this show. That train is going to crash. In it the already morning, has. Oh, it has. Still, it, you're going to be, yeah! You see, down Jessica, it. the train has derailed. It has crashed. Truly. It is now just plowing through streets like at the end of speed. But now it's people are just looking at it like, oh, I guess it's just another vehicle you on the freeway that I got to dodge. Up inception. You are the train just coming through in the middle of the town. <laughs> and everyone's like, what do we yeah. do? And it's like, I don't know. Just let it go, I guess. Right. This is a train that has no um, uh, friction at all. It's mm -mm. just like constant inertia. No force. Forces of nature can bring this to a halt. <laughs> I still respect that you, you literally, we made the joke before, make it again. You are the Titanic. You are the, not the uh -huh. ship, but the people playing the instruments on the ship. You are the, you I'm the are, captain of the Titanic. the captain of the Titanic. Yeah, you literally go lay in your bed or look at those pictures. You go down uh -huh. with the ship. Unlike uh -huh. me, where I was like, I truly am Billy Zane. I'm jumping ship, I'm stealing a child, <laughs> and I'm running away because I know I'm wrong. I don't want to be too wrong. Theories aside, uh, a very, very uh, emotional final episode of WandaVision. Uh, some really, really beautiful moments in there. Uh, it's mm -hmm. There's so much to this show. Ultimately, it was what we thought it was, a show about Wanda and her grief and her attempt to let go of Vision and how hard that is and let go of her dreams. And uh, on that measure, the show delivered it it did stick that landing now there were some issues with like letting the fan theories run away with it and you could blame the fans for that absolutely come at me blame me uh <laughs> but there is the art of expectation management and there are certain things like not just saying that 
Fietro is not Fox X-Men Quicksilver, but going as far to name him Boner <laughs> felt like a bit of a slap in the face to some, I would imagine. <laughs> I, I left that train a while ago, but imagine if, like, not only was Mephisto not in this, but just, like, you know, one of those kids just pees on some sidewalk chart that uh, chalk that looks like the devil. That's what this, like, the equivalent uh, of it would be. Boner. We're like, we don't need that, too. This episode was, it was wild. Let's get it. Let's start. But We like, got to get into it. We got to um, get into it. It's so, so weird. Yeah, the season finale delivered this witch duel between Wanda and Agatha, and Wanda trapping Agatha ultimately with what we can surmise was rune law. I love it. Mm -hmm. uh, and then we had the Battle of Visions, with Vision beating White Vision with a wooden ship paradox, the ship of Theseus. I love it, with sound uh, uh, Plato logic. Plutarch Logic, lots of them uh, talked about it. And then, as we said, Fietro is a random dude, an aspiring actor named Ralph Boner. <laughs> okay. Uh, hey, Jessica, scrolls on the loose. <laughs> scrolls on the loose? Look out. <laughs> Read all about it. Scrolls on the loose. <laughs> and then we end with the second post credit scene. We got two of them this week. Uh, Wanda is a Bruce Banner-esque uh, <laughs> Unabomber figure living in the mountains, doing some Doctor Strange-esque astral mm -hmm. projection to study up on the Darkhold, the Scarlet Witch. Now... If you're watching this, you may have some mixed feelings about the finale. You may be feeling confused. Don't worry. We all feel this way. That's what Hell Jessica yeah. and I are here for. We're going to help you through this. We're going to do our best to explain what these, uh, both of these post credit scenes mean, mm -hmm. how this story will go on in Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, and, interesting question, where did White Vision go? I can't wait. Can't wait to discuss it. And I know a lot of you have been rubbing your palms to see this nerd, 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 uh, see his heart broken. I, we're going to talk about Mephisto at the end of this episode. Don't worry. And tomorrow will be my in-depth shot-by-shot breakdown of all the Easter eggs in this episode. And uh, a lot of you have been asking, Jessica and I will be doing one more Inside Marvel WandaVision uh, season wrap-up coming Wednesday of next week. We're going to look into all the unanswered questions of this series because there are a lot. Mm -hmm. And uh, Jessica, it has been so amazing talking to you about WandaVision, mm -hmm. uh, you're going to see a lot more of Jessica on New Rockstars. Don't worry. I'm not uh, dead. I'm not going to disappear <laughs> for 23 years like I said I was. Might, maybe. <laughs> Depends on how fun I am. You know, it's, yeah. it's summer almost. <laughs> it's summer. You're it's almost summer. Uh, and you're going to see Jessica on this next week uh, week's upcoming Big Question episode. Oh, gosh. Um, yeah, she's going to be a very regular, familiar face on the channel. I'm so excited to be collaborating with you even more, Jessica, because Inside Marvel has been such a blast. I am here to talk nerd stuff and to talk nerd stuff with you all the time, anytime, especially if it involves Vision or Wanda, because they're my favorites. <laughs> they're my favorites. Yeah. And speaking of uh, Vision, at least, I am wearing our latest Obsession mm -hmm. shirt, an unusual couple. It's got its secret augmented reality Easter eggs. We still have some of these left, but they are selling out fast. Yeah. And these are uh, a custom limited run. So they're going to go back in the Blue Dungeon, and we're going to have a, a new latest Obsession. So you got to get on it fast. And when you do this, you get the opportunity to write in a custom shout-out that appears at the bottom of these Inside Marvel episodes. Uh, here are some that are going to see at the bottom. Let's see. William Yeager asks, who do you think is the next big bad of the MCU? Uh, I would say Wanda, based off of this uh, mm. episode of WandaVision. Honestly, I think it's going to be Kang the Conqueror, right? I think Kang the Conqueror oh, is at least the yeah, multi-title yeah, 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 yeah. villain for now. We might get Dr. Yeah. Doom and Galactus on the other side of him. But in terms of a, a villain who spans, like, 
both Loki and Quantumania, I think might be Kang. Ooh, let's see. Dominique Simpson uh, says, I think Wanda will cause a rip in time and the events of Falcon Winter Soldier will be them stopping criminals from I uh, using, I guess from, from using that maybe. Ooh, I don't know if Falcon Winter Soldier is going to go that far into the multiverse. What we, about you, Jess? We talked about this slightly on our um, Rogue Theory Rogue that theory. came out yesterday. And I don't think so either because of the, the behind the scenes stuff of like it's supposed to be coming out before it. I yeah. think maybe a little bit, but I don't think it's going to affect too much. I do think it's just going to be mm -hmm. like a buddy cop kind of situation. Yeah. I mean, they're going to have to answer the question of where the hell old cap came exactly. from. Exactly. Must have come from the multiverse somewhere, right? And then uh, Lucia Nazaro says, you better watch out, Janica. Um, I don't know what that means, but we <laughs> wanted to shout it out because Janica, someone's coming for Janica, you. Janica, so you better watch out. You better watch out. I don't know what happened between you two, you but look out. You look behind you. Oh, and we also want to shout out our friend from Real Rejects, Greg Alba. He wrote hexagons when he got his shirt uh, several weeks ago. Oh. Uh, buddy, we want to thank you for supporting us. Go easy on me and your reaction to my Easter egg breakdown. Uh, Theorizing's heart. Oh, and yes, uh, we are simulcasting this live on Stereo. Get the app for free and follow us at Stereo.com slash New Rockstars. If you're listening to us on Stereo right now, stick around for a bonus segment at the end of the show in which we will react in real time to the voicemails that you send us. All right, Jessica, let's dive into it. Wanda the fuck was the second post credit scene? How will WandaVision <laughs> continue and resolve Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness? Yes, yes. So I started to talk about this in the video that we released last night. Uh, this second post credit scene visits Wanda in her um, sort of retirement or uh, reclusion in some mountain cabin. Uh, we don't know where this is. I said it was might have been Sokovia. Uh, Jessica, do you think this might have been uh, oh, the Wundagore Mountain, maybe? That'd be sick. I don't think it is. Uh <laughs> think it is oh me and my oh god i'm so mad we talked about it last night i didn't write notes for this episode i was like i'm gonna go full on rogue i'm just gonna like remember <laughs> everything up here and that's my fault i do think she's just in some random part of mountains maybe as far away as possible if it is sokovia uh -huh. that would make sense because it's like no one's gonna look for wanda in sokovia though she's from there it's like that's the last place she should be <laughs> So I yeah. think she's trying to go as remote as possible where no one, like if S.W.O.R.D. is looking for her, they're not going to look in Sokovia. They're going to be like, why would she go back there? Oh, I, I could imagine them looking for her there, but maybe she creates some kind of like, you know, in uh, Deathly Hallows Part 1 where they go glamping and they're they're able to create those uh, hexes so that people can't uh, see them. Maybe she might be doing a version of that where she's like, I'm invisible. At first I thought she was, you know, she was doing the, like the Dr. Manhattan watchman thing where like he was sleeping oh, yeah, with yeah. his partner but also fixing stuff i was like oh yeah and then i was like what if she's using that as a front so if people pass by the cabin they don't go check inside they see a woman is sitting outside but she's actually inside doing all this crazy dark magic stuff that woman's just sipping her morning tea we don't need oh, to bother she her looks right so now relaxed and calm with her folgers and then behind <laughs> it's just <laughs> she's just like listening to her dead children speak oh and and uh in terms of a location a lot of people are saying this might oh, be yeah. like bruce banner's uh mountain cabin at the end of the ed norton incredible hulk uh i checked out the the geography the background it's a different area uh that looks like it was in canada in the canadian wilderness i think that's where they said that was i don't think that's where she is this now those mountains look Looked far rockier and uh and not like the mountains that were behind uh bruce banner's cabin but yeah 
she's reading the Absolutely. Darkhold. And what's interesting here is there's a lot of Doctor Strange parallels, Jessica. Uh, the music is a Doctor Strange theme. And it looks like she's astral projecting reading the Darkhold. And that's how there are two separate versions mm -hmm. of her. And the way that Doctor Strange, while mm -hmm. he was sleeping, was able to astral project and kind of multitask and study mm -hmm. up his soul, his mind, while he was resting. That's kind of what Wanda's doing here. I think it's Absolutely. indicating that... She's like kind of, you know, uh, training like Rocky and Rocky Four, doing it her way, bracing for a battle with uh, the Sorcerer Supreme, whom we found out this episode was name dropped and his powers are not as strong as the Scarlet yeah, Witch, according to Agatha in the Darkhold. This is the only, and I'm going to say it clear here, I'm not disappointed in the show at all because of the last episode. I'm not disappointed in the last episode at all. I think they did a great job writing it and then like, to be like it's bad because my theories weren't proven it doesn't give a justification but this was the one thing i was really disappointed about was they clear in the sand drew a line that said magic doctor strange and then we didn't mm -hmm. get any like real big big ties to doctor strange's next movie and i was like mm, come on you guys already like spelled it out you literally spelled out doctor strange i want to see some sort of like connection right now like physical connection i don't want to see it in his movie i want to see it now but... So did you want a Benedict Cumberbatch cameo or a shot of the <laughs> or, Sanctum Sanctorum or well, what would have, even would have been for Wong, you? Like, even Wong, like I just... I like, a Wong, yeah. Okay, so I know that there's probably so many things that we've already talked about with Doctor Strange too, but just like even if they're like fighting something that's bigger than Wanda, because Wanda just took over Westview, they're probably not that preoccupied with what she's doing. They're probably like, we're fighting like a god <laughs> in the space again. She's just taking over New Jersey. You guys can handle mm -hmm. it. It's Wanda Maximoff. Um, mm -hmm. I'm still like, you could have sent someone else out there to like go talk to her to be like, yeah. oh, you do have all this magic. And so, I, and so now they're just going to have a battle scene where I'm like, Dr. Strange, you're going to lose if you go against her one-on-one. <laughs> She's like, fueled with emotions right now she's trying to mm -hmm. retrieve her and children. fueled with it seems like all the past witches it seems like she, at she, the end, she was absorbing she agatha. agatha and that whole coven so it's like that gonna be scene. like what a dozen against one with uh mm. dr strange that's true real talk she's straight up gonna that's why i think she's gonna be the villain she's just fueled with just like i need to get my children back and i think this is also yeah. opening the door to the real house of m stuff where she's gonna open different yeah. dimensions to go find those situations and yeah. that's where it's like now we're hitting it boom i was mistaken i thought this was all house of m but it's just now it's starting yeah i had a feeling i agree jessica i had i had a feeling that this uh, whole show was just gonna be setting up a bigger broader house yeah. of m style event and multiverse of madness oh then you're uh, right there you go but i i had hoped that you know and i had theorized that in the final episode we would see the beginning of that moment of like reality blowing up kind of like the way episode six ended i was like okay that's setting up an even further expansion yeah or like expanding into a prism yeah. of these different hexes same mm -hmm. with Episode nope, not seven. exactly. Okay. I was like, yes. oh, after Agatha's whole room was shown, I was like, oh, we're going to get into everything. And then we kind of didn't. Just a but taste. Emotionally, Just a taste, I was, right? it was. And I think that's what, and that's what we should give them credit for. They gave us a little mm -hmm. bit of like mm, a carapé. And I went, ooh, that's good. I want and, more. And they're like, you got to wait. Yeah. Wait. And I think that's what's uh, tough is like, uh, and a lot of people countered my Mephisto theorizing with this. Like if you drop in <laughs> things like the multiverse too soon or Mephisto, Mephisto too soon, we were general casual viewers are going to be like, whoa, 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 what, 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 uh, what is this? And they're going to be thrown. So ultimately you just got to stay true to the story that you're telling, which in this case was the story of Wanda and her grief and her mental health yeah, and, and her that struggles was what, to move on. That's true.
That's a real that's a real thing. That's what I need to hold yeah. on to, which I will grasp going forward at the rest of this episode. That is real talk, yes. But as we're looking ahead, I mean, it, right now it just looks like Wanda's doing her training. She's doing her homework before she beca can become this House of M figure. And what you just said earlier, Jessica, I think is right on the money. It's going to be about her kids. And that's what kind of tells mm -hmm. us this is going to be a House of M style event. Uh, and those voices from the Darkhold were those boys screaming for help. It kind of sounds like Wanda is going to be going universe by universe trying <gasps> to find these kids these lost kids and uh and that's what's going to cause some of the chaos and the madness of uh of multiverse of madness uh because by visiting all these different universes she's gonna like knock loose other stuff that should not yeah be do you think she's just gonna kidnap billy and tommy from a different dimension from a different wanda I guess, yeah exactly so like what is she is she gonna rick and morty it and find the like reality where they're dead or where the like where she's dead and then just like become the mom of those two wanda potion um, number nine yeah yeah they're looking for her yeah so she's not looking for them so i no i think it could be sort of both right she's looking for these kids and i'm wondering if rather than these kids existing in every reality and she's just trying to find the right fit what if she goes reality by reality and these kids aren't anywhere and she found out that the one she created in her hex might have been the only ones that existed that's why i'm still clinging to this mm. i know at this point it's bad shit but the, the mephisto train just because i think at some point those kids being unique those kids being specific mm to her one reality might clue us into where they really came oh, from they may yeah, still yeah, be yeah. demon spawn uh, it's just clearly mephisto was not in this uh but their yeah, origin is still pretty up. important and then they'll do the ties to wandavision for sure i have yeah. no doubt that mephisto will come eventually i do think again like how you said we were thinking very preemptively this is the first of like a chain of so much coming forward right. that i mm. we literally were like oh here's what it is <laughs> like here's the entire <laughs> basket and then it was just like a couple things yeah exactly exactly there uh and ultimately wandavision's greatest fan service contribution was at least setting the table setting the stage Absolutely. for all these other 100%. crazy things to now make sense because 100%. we've been given a, a language we've been primed to expect it. Unfortunately, this show's own writing and own creative choices also primed us to be kind of conspiratorial and nutty. Yeah, like that's what, uh, that's what I mean by expectation management. Like <laughs> I think, unfortunately, uh, Evan Peters being cast as who we now know to be Ralph Boner, uh, I think had maybe <laughs> WandaVision been the fourth Blue title Tree. released fans would have uh, already gotten some other kind of clue of how X-Men are coming into it. But this being, I think they, we'll, we'll talk about uh, Ralph Yeah, Boner we'll later. get into it. We'll get about, we'll get into Boner and we'll get into X-Men. But, but Agatha was giving us all kinds of interesting dark hold prophecies about yes. the Scarlet Witch. Uh, you're um, prophesized to destroy the earth. And she kept saying like, you don't know what you've unleashed. Uh, Jessica, do you think it was something or someone that uh, Wanda released? I think you really wanted to be Mephisto. And I think that's why you said someone. <laughs> oh, I, I'm not saying at this point no, I'm letting exactly. I'm letting go of it for this uh, part of the no, conversation. Okay. I think it could be uh, like someone like Ghost Rider, you know, all kinds of demons and cool. demonic figures come from the dark. World. I mean, or it could be the demon that gave her the powers to begin with. Yeah, um, Shathon. Shathon. that'd be crazy if he came through the mountains and was like, "Oh, I'm back on <laughs> my <laughs> That's how, that's his voice. Yeah, yeah, uh, child. But I'm up. Who woke me up? <laughs> Who changed the thermostat? So I, I think it's her. I think she just doesn't understand the capabilities of her powers. And I do think this is where, okay, 
So people have been saying online, I'm still surprised that Wanda, they people look at Wanda, or Agatha as the villain. And I was like, she is the villain. But I think ultimately she's like a chaotic good villain where she was trying so hard to take those powers away from her. Even if she was doing bad, she's like, you don't understand how to use it. I know how to mm -hmm. use it. I've been reading and learning about you my entire life. And here you are with the powers, not using it in a well way. Like even if she yeah. was gonna use it for bad, which I guess whatever she was like, I know how to use your powers. You don't. So I think she's like, truly like you're going to literally kill everyone. Cause she actually almost did when everyone turned on her. Also no offense, but the people of the town should have been much more angrier than sad. They shouldn't have been like, kill me. I was like, you guys should be jumping her Ooh. right now. Deborah Jarup saying they just let us die was so haunting. Like, oh, I was no. like, girl, but then those are the scenes where I'm like, this is a villain. Like we, yeah. we can feel, we can feel sad for her, but look at what she's doing to these literal innocent people. And then on top of yeah. that, on top of that, when she like was like, stop and choked everyone by accident. I was like, literally Agatha was like, I didn't do any of this. You did this. <laughs> I just literally cut the cords. Like you're the ones like you're the villain. So I think she's going to become a major villain by like accident, like kind of terrible analogy. Uh, uh Fe Dark Phoenix. <laughs> like she's going to be oh, like, yeah. she's just going to, I don't think she's going to like knowingly, like she's just like, all I want is my children back, but she's, harming everyone in sight yeah so. she's kind of falling into that i'll call it a trope of it is, uh, it is. misunderstood super powered witch uh character like we saw this in wicked right both the gregory Maguire book and the the musical with adina uh but like <laughs> she's and it's all based on the wizard of oz as this is they had that great wizard of oz <gasps> easter eggs of the, uh, the feet hanging the out under yeah the I said, boots. oh so good yeah, Ooh, where it's just like, I'm trying to make things better for you. Don't you understand? And people are like, get out yeah. of here, witch. It's kind of that same thing. Get out um, of here, witch. <laughs> that's basically the Literally, look they gave her. It was such a weird scene. And I was I was more like affected by how sad they were, especially like her being like, I was every time I look in the mirror, I don't know who I am anymore. <laughs> I was like, OK, <laughs> calm down. I was like, settle. You <laughs> know down. what happened. <laughs> Norm didn't even act that crazy. Like, <laughs> calm down. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. I, but I think you're right. She is kind of this villainous figure. And I think that's kind of what we're looking ahead at yeah. with the Multiverse of Madness. She's trying to find her kids. We know Mordo from the end of the first Doctor Strange movie said there are too many sorcerers. He's coming back in Multiverse of Madness. Ooh, yeah, yeah, I think yeah, it's going to yeah. be a chase, a chase through realities. We got America Chavez coming in. Uh, she can, mm. like, kick stars through realities. She's an amazing character. Uh, so you she's see? coming into this. So that just tells us it's going to be a rapid mad dash through the multiverse trying to chase down Wanda. And Doctor Strange, ultimately why he's the best for this, as we saw in that Nexus commercial where it said, ask your doctor. He is a doctor. He is a surgeon. He does no harm. He fixes people. And I think he's going to mm. try to help her. It's going to be kind of like in the way that Vision versus White Vision was yeah. just a conversation. I'm looking forward to another interesting conversation between I absolutely am um I yeah. just don't want it to be so clear that like her just I get her justification is like my children I understand it can be driven by like family completely but if that makes all logic go out the window with her and Doctor Strange like Doctor Strange is like Wanda look at what you're doing and she's like my kids yeah and like slaps him I'm gonna be <laughs> like okay I need some more talking I'm gonna need some more dialogue right. than this I don't want her to be hysterical or crazy yeah definitely yeah. Oh, not don't Mm, and this Don't is a big dare. thing. Don't you dare make her like. And I know that there's like some people that are like, 
in the comics she is and she's like this but i'm also like we don't also need to follow exactly what's in there we're getting right. our own version like agatha was a villain in this and the like comic she's helping her which when yeah. she turned her into like she turned agnes, her back to agnes yeah I, and she was like Rosie if i need help i'll come back to you that's kind of cruel where she even called her she's like this is cruel is she gonna like eventually go back to her and be like how do i do this and turn her back oh i hope so because i want she does become that Han to be a staple of the mcu she's been so freaking great oh, in this show God. um and so i was so glad to see her not destroyed by the end of this yeah. uh and i and what i hope is that you know she's not hysterical but we started to see some sound logic from wanda yeah. where she's going around to the people in the town she's like i wanted to try to help you through your grief and they're like no you're doing it the wrong way I, there's kind of some echoes of when loki said to those germans is this not better and it's a misguided view of like mm -hmm. someone who thinks and thanos has the same world view right yeah, i'm like... just trying to fix what the problems of the world just give me a chance to carry out my vision and people hate what they try to do slightly killmonger if he just wasn't gonna bomb a bunch of people right but, right, you know, right the other the other so, part of his justification yeah and then we just mentioned what i uh, assume in my view the three best villains of the mcu thanos killmonger and loki uh all three were great because they had an yeah. almost understandable worldview. The justification the, the means to that end great. was totally horrible, but like you understand where they're coming mm -hmm. from. And then we kind of see this with uh, Wanda now too. You understand that emotional place that she's coming from. You disagree with the decision she makes to try to, to get yeah. there. But like you relate, you relate. And that's why it's a good freaking show. Dang it. Dang it. We have more to talk about. Before we continue, we want to thank some friends who helped us make it, starting with our friends at Magic Spoon. Look, we're all trying to eat better. Healthy breakfast doesn't have to be boring, though. Magic Spoon has the amazing flavors that you love without all the bad stuff. It's got zero grams of sugar, 13 to 14 grams of protein, and only four net grams of carbs and 140 calories in each serving. It's keto-friendly, it's gluten-free, it's grain-free, soy-free, low-carb, and GMO-free. A variety pack comes in the four flavors of cocoa, fruity, frosted, and peanut butter. Go to magicspoon.com marvel and grab a variety pack and try it today. And be sure to use our promo code of MARVEL at checkout to save $5 off your order. And Magic Spoon is so confident in their product, it's backed with a 100% happiness guarantee. So if you don't like it for any reason, they'll refund your money, no questions asked. Remember, get your next delicious bowl of guilt-free cereal at magicspoon.com MARVEL and use the code MARVEL to save $5 off. And thanks again to Magic Spoon for sponsoring this episode. And Jessica, my favorite pivot to make in any time I, I have you. to thank our friends. <laughs> <laughs> to our friends at Blue Chew. We uh, now have boners on the brain, thanks to WandaVision, and Blue Chew has an answer. <laughs> Blue Chew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, but in a chewable form and at a fraction of the cost. Blue Chew's tablets help men gain extra confidence for when it's time to perform. Blue Chew is an online prescription service, so you don't need to go to the doctor's office or have any kind of awkward conversations or wait in a line at the pharmacy. It ships directly to your door in a discreet package. Sign up at BlueChew.com, consult with one of their licensed medical providers, and once you're approved, you'll receive your prescription within days. Blue Chew's licensed medical providers work with you to find the right ingredient and strength for your prescription. Blue Chew's tablets are made in the USA, and they prepare 
Friendship Direct, so it's cheaper than a pharmacy. So if you could benefit from extra confidence when it's time to perform, visit BlueChew.com for more details and important safety info. And we have a special treat for our listeners. Try BlueChew for free when you use our promo code WANDAVISION at checkout. You just pay that $5 in shipping. That's BlueChew.com, promo code WANDAVISION to receive your first month free. And we thank BlueChew for sponsoring this episode. <laughs> and uh, Jess and I are live on Stereo as we record this. Stereo is a live podcast app that allows us to react to your questions and comments in real time. We got a bonus Q&A with Stereo listeners going to come up uh, at the end of our recording here. It's going to go up on the YouTube channel on Sunday. So your questions in your voice submitted through the Stereo app answered by us. We're going to be doing almost daily podcasts throughout the week coming up on Stereo. In addition to all the same video output we got coming out on the channel. It has allowed us to react to what's happening even faster and interact directly with you guys, answering your questions and fielding your theories in real time. So be a part of the fun by downloading the totally free Stereo app and follow us at Stereo.com slash New Rockstars or click that link in the description. Again, that's Stereo.com slash New Rockstars. Jessica, let's talk about that first post-credit scene one of the f- was with monica and that scroll absolutely what do you think um side note as you did the blue chew ad i looked up can a woman take and the first thing is a viagra pill and um oh. they can and sometimes it does work great just so you know but yes wanda the f- was the first post credit scene with monica and the scroll tell me the timeline again the cinematic universe okay so uh wandavision takes place we believe either october or november of 2023 this is shortly Mm -hmm. after everyone like three weeks after everyone returned from the blip and then we know spider-man far from home takes place in summer 2024 because it's a summer field trip and it's a full academic year after peter parker returned alongside ned and his friends so it's about seven months before far from home which also ends with a big scroll reveal uh and nick fury on that space station alongside a bunch of scrolls so scrolls are everywhere yeah so this is the new this this is the new stones this is the new uh, stones. This is the new. This is our oh, new. Oh, I wouldn't say that, but it I don't is think like it's gonna be as important. But it is gonna be like they're gonna be everywhere, and you're gonna be like, yeah. can I trust this person now that scrolls are in the picture? Not saying scrolls are bad people. If a scroll is listening, I'm so sorry, but you guys can make yourself look like anybody. <laughs> Yeah. So just to spell it out for you guys, when uh, that random woman who had Mm -hmm. a badge uh, pulled Monica into the theater at the end and said, uh, you know, I was sent by an old friend of your mother's. He heard you were grounded. He'd like to meet with you. Uh, Monica's not at all freaked out. She doesn't ask who. She asks where. So it's pretty clear they both know that person to be Nick Fury. Absolutely. Uh, It seems like they wanted Nick Fury to cameo here. But they already kind of brought in Nick Fury at the end of they Spider-Man so Far From much. Home and they had a scroll so switcher there. They do it so much. They can do it. Do you think that she's going to be... I thought about this. I was like, do you think she's going to already... like? Because I know the Avengers kind of aren't a thing. But if they get back together, do you think she's going to be a part of the Avengers? Or do you think she's just going to be working with S.W.O.R.D.? Ooh, that's a good question. I think that's why uh, Nick Fury wants to meet with her. Is We saw this new form of her power where like bullets go through her and then just kind of mm-hmm. drop on the other side. Mm-hmm. Uh, New versions of these spectrum slash photon powers every week, baby. Yeah, and 
I think Nick Fury, why wasn't he interested to meet with her before? Well, yeah, it's interesting. It's only three weeks after the blip. Nick Fury also blipped, you know? So it mm-hmm. seems like his whereabouts are kind of unknown. And again, this is seven months before Far From Home. So I'm wondering if the way, just applying some logic here, uh, that scroll group must have been separate from Sword, or at least a division of Sword that yeah, Hayward didn't right. know I about think they're separate. that Maria set up. Yeah. I think they're, oh, oh, oh. That's true. But it's like, you think they would have intervened sooner. So I don't think they are. They would have definitely intervened sooner with if Maria set it up and then Monica's being like literally a hostage. Um, they definitely well, what I'm tried saying is like they, maybe they did. And it's kind of one of these things where it's like, well, we haven't seen them in the MCU so far. So where have they been? Maybe they have been behind the scenes, kind of like Jack Bauer preventing terrorist incidents, you know, every season, 24 yeah. hours, a <laughs> scroll was there. If you look closely, Ooh. there was a scroll. I mean, look, there's, we think scrolls might be some of the Avengers. I, you know, pitch theories that like, oh, uh, okay. Rhodey could have been a scroll or like Howard Stark could have been a scroll. Uh, he didn't revert to a scroll when he died, I guess, but, uh, he gave birth it, the Tony and then Sharon Carter. Tony. Sharon Carter, I think, could be a scroll. There's so much about her we don't know. Maria, uh-huh. uh, 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 Kobe Smulders. Why am I blanking on her name? Oh, um, yeah, I think she's definitely a scroll. Uh, so that yeah, I think so... the idea is they've Ooh. been around and they've been helping, uh, in little ways here and there. They're like angels. Uh, if you, if you just <laughs> look, Who's Maria Hill, thank you, off screen Brandon. Duh, I. How many times have I said Maria Hill? My mind is going because I've crammed too much Mephisto in there, obviously. That's true. And you forgot Maria yeah. Hill, Colby Smulders. I just forgot her last um, name. It's because we already have, we have another Maria. There's a lot now. of Marias in the Marvel Cinematic <laughs> Universe. Are you kidding me? Um, now there's another one. Well, I think, I think to answer your question, Monica's going to join the Avengers, Eventually, whatever the new Avengers lineup. Yeah, but Is she going to be like Carol Danvers though, where she just shows up to the big scene and then leaves again? Because her powers are super extreme i mean they're not like wanda's of course but they're still she can eat bullets basically they go through her she has like this <laughs> she's strong she's basically like a little vision uh she's just uh-huh. not a computer i want but, her to be the leader of the avengers isn't there an era where where monica rambo heads up the avengers lineup let's let her sick. run the but show I think for they're a bit lining it up for falcon um, oh you that think is so the o- yeah that's the only reason why i was like i don't know if they are but also that we have the opportunity this we have the opportunity uh black people unite we are finally taking over the avengers but it like there's gonna be so many pocs in the avengers and i'm so excited good and it's about time so oh my god i'm so stoked everybody's I'm ready coming for it. in now with all of the new shows that are coming to disney plus i was like oh i'm so excited but i i don't know i kind of i want her to be the captain that'd be sick but i also want her to be looked at as the carol danvers where she's just like so good so clean that she has to go save other planets like she's like i'm gonna go shoot mm. through space like the freaking hubble telescope like i don't know why yeah. not the hubble telescope or the hubble uh whatever i don't know the satellite that's in <laughs> space yeah, i, I kind of protect through it space forever, it needs know. to take its photos it's awesome looking Bye. photos she does the peace <laughs> sign and then starts. evaporates into the space <laughs> I, I i like that because that comes with so much power of just being like uh-huh. i show up when i want of like not even like where I want it's like when you really need help I'm gonna show up that's why I kind of yeah. want her to be working with the scrolls just be like like for scroll invasion it'd be really sick that she's like a main component yeah you know I am excited to see more stories take place off of Earth you gotta think yes. even uh, Guardians yes. of the Galaxy both of those movies for as you know uh, rule breaking as they were 
both still had opening scenes that were set on Earth, and uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume mm. Two cut back to Earth in that uh, third act. I think only Thor Ragnarok uh, took place completely off Earth, uh, and that's part of the reason why I love it so much. So. I'm excited to see more stories that are just completely set on other planets or in other realities or between realities. Like, I, I don't need to check in with New York or whatever, you know? Truly, I don't... I'm not from Queens. I'm not from <laughs> Brooklyn. Um, I'm from Washington State, uh, where no superheroes are from. But... Uh, <laughs> I'm so sad about that. But... Um, what was it? Oh, I love horror. That's why I loved mm -hmm. WandaVision because it was so scary. And then we're talking about like, demonic stuff. Yeah. And mm -hmm. then next is sci-fi. And I cannot wait to get more into cosmic stuff. I'm so yeah. excited for us to get into gods, you guys. The gods in space. Oh, yeah. It's going to be so much fun it's gonna be so much fun and it's, it's gonna, gonna be, be so wild. many new characters well, and we're gonna learn all about the celestials yes. and eternals oh. it's gonna be weird and great i'm and so I, excited I for wait. eternals yeah oh i i think i've yeah. talked about eternals before on this show that i was like i it's gonna be the door that just opened is gonna be phenomenal mm -hmm. and we're not gonna be on earth anymore now to give us a sense of timeline because obviously this scroll post credit scene is setting up both captain marvel 2 and secret invasion and i looked ahead at the calendar so captain marvel 2 was pushed to november 11 2022 That's secret invasion does not yet have a release date but it looks like it could be the next disney plus series after she hulk and moon knight which are going to come out early 2022 we think we might see Secret Invasion as early as summer 2022, which would be yeah, so before. That. And that maybe that's why they're using all this time to set up the scrolls and get people absolutely. scroll paranoid. Scroll paranoid, absolutely. My friend Harry, who loves this podcast, he is so excited for Moon Knight to come in. And I can't wait for him to have joy with Moon Knight coming in. Um, yeah. So, so I just thought about that as soon as you're like, Moon Knight comes after this. So I, I think if we're looking not so much to like what is uh, Monica Rambo's future as an Avenger, but what is her role with the Scroll conflict? If that if that is going to be the next time we see her mm. in Secret Invasion, I'm kind of wondering: is there going to be this civil war between people who are loyal to the Scrolls and you know aren't afraid of the Scrolls and see them as allies, mm. and then the Haywards of the world? Uh, who view them as threats that oh, they've been M Maria Hill uh, this whole time, the whole time well, was a I scroll. Think, I think that's going to happen, but then they're going to give reason to do so. Like how in, um, I think it was civil war where they were like, you guys need to go under like everyone's like, everyone has to approve of you to do things because look at X things mm. that Wanda did. I think it's going to be like mm. that where they're going to be like, we can't trust you the scrolls register. because of, yeah, they're going to be like, and then just putting fear into humans that don't have powers with situations like that is what causes the fear so i think it's gonna yeah. we're gonna have three people we're gonna have the haywards that like believe that they're straight up completely evil or if they're not evil that they can do evil things um we're gonna have the people that are on their side and then we're gonna have the scrolls that are also just genuinely bad because it's like yeah, so I like, think we'll see like an an evil group of scrolls. Yeah, we definitely uh, for sure. They're kind of it's like what uh, Ronin was to the Kree. Not all Kree are bad. Well, uh, Captain Marvel kind of made all the Kree look like 
shitheads personally but yeah. uh but like he's kind of a, a zealot and i think we're gonna see the squirrel equivalent of that who uh makes they're like why are we hiding ourselves let we're powerful we're badasses let's make people fear us uh and they're gonna ruin it for the peaceful uh peace corps scrolls right peace corps. uh and then that's gonna be the conflict of like can we trust the scrolls and then we're gonna see this nice thing of like who can you trust that was a cool who thing can you trust in the comics who can you trust that's absolutely gonna be the that's gonna be literally the tagline underneath the posters who can you trust and then it turns into a yeah. horror film again so i think that's going to be monica rambeau's uh goal in that and try to get people to say no we can trust these people we can work mm. with people from other planets let's open our borders to other planets because they can help defend us they, they can help enrich our society she's going to be open about it and nick fury's going to not be but nick fury's on that space station i with think right now. but i think he he's, also he's mad is that like... they took their shoes <laughs> yes. <laughs> I also think it's like that they're their own thing, their own situation. Like he's not with Sword. He's not with this person. He's not with this. He's with a third party and they're still he's doing his own agenda. He's still like saving the world, being honest to himself. And so I think he's like mm -hmm. it's kinda like how they wanted Wakanda to stay under Wakanda and no one to come. Um, I think mm -hmm. it's gonna be a situation of that where he's like, We're better off if we're off the grid and then we just come in and people don't even know that we're in. Um, mm. so I do think that it's going like to be a situation that. where I know it's a little too close to Black Panther for sure of a plot line of being like <laughs> Monica being like, we have to let people know that the scrolls are good. And it's like, but do we, <laughs> but do we have to like, cause watch right. them show the scrolls and then immediately the, the, the Tyler Hayward shows up and attacks one and then they fight mm. back and then they're like, look, see, they are monsters. And mm. it's like, you enticed it, you idiot. <laughs> I'm calling the entire plot line right now. <laughs> you got it. Uh, we'll check back in on oh, this. God, I think you might you have it all, uh, uh, yeah, plotted out. Um, <laughs> I want to ask you, Jessica. Mm -hmm. um, so you know, uh, where the f did White Vision go? He kind of like poochied out into the sky. And <laughs> where did he go? Where is he headed now? I talked about it not too long ago, and this doesn't really answer the question. But this doesn't really answer the question. I'll say that first. <laughs> but in the comics where when White Vision does appear, he basically is like, okay, deuces, we're going to break up. I'm going to go do my own thing. She's going to do her own thing. And then eventually they meet back in again and they mm -hmm. resume their relationship. That's why I didn't cry so hard at this ending because I was like, I fully believe they're going to do their own thing. And later in the timeline, they're going to come together and she's going to be like, Vision? And he's going to have his mm -hmm. memories because Vision gave White Vision his memories. That, mm -hmm. Why I said I don't think this answers the question is I don't know what he went to go do fight Thanos that's not there because that's the memory he has of this man ripping his diamond. <laughs> They're like, no, White Vision, gonna... Thanos is dead. He's like, you're no, lying. Where are no. you hiding? Show him? me that body. Show me that body. Just like this one, I can come back. Like, like we I'm can't, White Vision. Up. He dusted. He's, and he's gone. He's like, dude. I don't understand. Yeah, and then you have to do, okay, so there's the Ark. <laughs> there's Noah's Ark. That's the only boat I thought about. <laughs> there's the Titanic. He only understands things in boat metaphors. He's yeah. like, okay. so the Titanic sank, like my dreams of destroying Thanos and sank. And he went, yes. <laughs> That's how and he just goes, Lusitania, and farts. <laughs> I would, and then I pay. I give them thirty dollars for the Disney premiere access for that. Uh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm. We're not sure yet either, but I think you're right, Jessica. I think he uh, clearly is. They're they're gonna live in the shoes of White Vision for a bit, mm -hmm. and he might be called Spectral Vision. There's, you know, oh. that's kind of what he's called in the comics. Uh, but he's just Vision for now. It's just this dude. That moment he's where. Got the 
Yeah, he did that thing that he almost kind of did to Ultron, right? He grabbed his head and you see the gold yeah. take over the blue. Okay. Uh, I feel like that that was a callback to that. And he's like, you Absolutely. have my thoughts now. You're you're with me. I'm with you. And uh, you're kind of awoken now. And his eyes went from that like dead blue yeah. to like human eyes. And he's uh, just going to... So Paul Bettany's... Yeah, Paul Bettany eyes. Also, I don't think we'll see him mm-hmm. right away. He's probably, I don't know, maybe he's gone to Oxford or something to study up on the history. <laughs> he's going to become a professor. Yeah, he could be the leader of the Young Avengers. He's kind of like, hey, uh-huh. there's this protocol. We want to help build another new team. And whenever uh, Billy and Tommy get brought back into reality through whatever happens in Multiverse of Madness, hopefully, mm-hmm. or when Miss Marvel gets brought in, I know she's not part of the Young Avengers, but I think she might be part of the MCU Young Avengers. Uh, and we have Hawkeye, Kate Bishop, Cassie Lang, Stature. I, I, I could see Vision be kind of a mentor figure to them. And I, I could see the multiversal events doing kind of what they do in the comics. Maybe Wanda's able to bring in a new red body for this version of Vision to... Hey, maybe he uh, just stays white or he turns green again, Um, like in the comics. Okay, so two things. One, I just want to be clear that I was right about Paul Bettany's cameo and it being Paul Bettany. I was like, it's Paul Bettany. Of course he is. And then as soon as the leak came out that he was like, it was a joke. It's just me. I was like, ah, yeah, of course it is, you little butthole. (laughs) I was like, of course it is. I was like, okay. And then secondly, so does he only have does White Vision only have Wanda's memories? So, because Wanda, even when Vision and Wanda, Vision was like, one question, what am I? And she was like, you're the piece of the Mind Stone that's in me. You are me. Mm, I, Literally, you are a Which, what a beautiful me. monologue. I love oh, that so much. Oh, my God. That is when I cried. That, yeah. that was when I cried, because I was like, she loves him so much. And, it, and she's and what, just going to be left I, in this plot of land by herself. What I love about this monologue is it's a very weird, uh, it's one of these things that like, it's beautiful within the context, but no one's going to use that for wedding vows, right? I I hate it when people like just quote uh, these movies uh, or you said it's, yeah, sometimes like you'll go to some weddings and people will quote like Lord of the Rings and shit. That'd be insane. You have to. No. And that's, that's, that's my rule. That's my rule. Uh, no uh, pet names, no kids' names, no tattoos that are references to IP owned by these multinational media corporations because they will tattoos. inevitably ruin that character and drive it into the ground. I have so two I'm, tattoos. <laughs> and I have three no kids. No shame if you've done it. I, <laughs> three kids named Paul Bettany. all these so many people name their kids khaleesi or their pets khaleesi and it's like that character was ruined by hbo like i don't i don't want to fall into that i don't want to get a tattoo of something that is owned by the walt disney corporation and they're gonna do whatever the hell with it that they want i've already planned that i'm naming my child after miles morales so it's good (laughs) and miles morales can never be bad he's always gonna be good (laughs) but you do bring up a good point i think the the implication of uh what memories white vision has now Darcy kind of caught him up, and there was that moment where you see the montage of all the moments. So it seems yes, like yes, White yes, Vision's yes. caught up. No, but caught the up. reason he asks, "What am I?" is because no one knows what the hell Vision is from Age of Ultron. I, that's why I love that is he's finally giving us an answer of like, "What? How should we see Vision 
in the MCU because he's made up of all these different components. Mm-hmm. And then Wanda just cuts through it all and gives us this direct answer, which I, I really, really liked. I really liked it. That's true. I forgot that she, Darcy did catch him up. And Darcy comes through last minute and slams into Tyler. I was, yeah. I was truly like, beep, beep. Dar- I was like, Cad Denning showed up for like, 10 minutes and it was just to say have fun in prison and then she never came back where did darcy go they were straight up like monica was like yeah she said something about debriefs are for losers or for the week and then Uh left and i was like Uh where'd she go she just like dipped out in her costume so what you're bringing up here jess and uh with the whole idea of uh you know of white vision and um Mm. i think we should talk about our our last wtf for now is ralph boner Evan Peters, are we serious here? Let's talk about expectation management. Um, this is something that <laughs> Let's talk about uh, a lot of amazing TV writers do fall into this trap, is they tell a really great story, their priorities are completely valid and understandable, and they, they tell an interesting character journey. But with these fan-crazy titles, sometimes it can run away from them. And while I think, again, that is largely on the fans, we're going to fan. Fans are going to (laughs) fan. It's just how it's going to happen. But when you do things like you let Paul Bettany promise a huge-ass cameo, when you (laughs) name your character Boner after characters have such an excitement for him, and you... I I wish, honestly, Jessica, they just cut that scene. Like, it could have been as simple as, as Pietro speeding around, battling Monica, cut to her doing that dive tap on him and rolling him on his back and pinning him that it could have been that simple we didn't need to see that power bill or that headshot where his name is ralph boner that well, felt think, like it's just yeah. gonna piss off fans you know well, and they they're not think, gonna i think appreciate they truly the joke. were like we are writers like we just wrote this like ages ago we thought it was fun james gunn does this stuff in literally all of his films we just think it's funny and then it was us that was like okay, Ralph has to be Mephisto. Ralph has to do this. So the expectation management from us also of just being like, it has to be this. And they were probably like, oh shit, we can't re-record the last episode. We can't just like take Which that's stuff. what I'm saying. They didn't need to re-record it. They just could have cut out the Ralph Boner yeah, they, thing. And then we wouldn't have never gotten an answer funny. on Ralph. You don't know how and hard it is to take We wouldn't have gotten an back. answer on Ralph. And then honestly, people like us would have chalked it up to, oh, maybe it's just like that Cheers joke of like the off-screen wife like, that well, we never see. Now we have closure. It was just a man with the last name Boner. And closure then and disappointment goes, uh-huh. for a lot of folks. I think <laughs> it was... I think it was, uh, I don't want to gripe too much about the show. It was great. I loved, I loved it, you know, but there, yeah, there's just these little sure. things. I, I don't have a problem with them casting Evan Peters because clearly they intended this to be the fourth Marvel title. And I'm willing to bet that either in Black Widow, Falcon Winter Soldier or Eternals, uh, we're going to get some hint to how mutants are going to come into the MCU. I guess it's going to be Eternals. I think Eternals is going to show us the history of mutant kind. That there's going to be That's just more. my theory. That's be cool. Yeah, and then that I, way, I think I think Feige's intent was like, here, we're going to give them the rules of mutants in this movie so that when they see Evan Peters after that, they're not going to be like, oh my God, they're bringing in all the Fox characters. I think they just view it as kind of like a weird WTF and then they would have yeah. just like laughed it off. But now that this is our first Marvel Phase 4 title, that that's what primed viewers' expectations. So uh, you got to be careful right. about how you show that. I get and then that. I there get is that. a bit of responsibility Maybe. on the creator mm-hmm. there. They'll probably learn from this mistake, but I do like, which was like not even necessary at all, that that was his headshot. He obviously is an actor. <laughs> Maybe that's why Agnes chose him because he's probably very good at la- like 
acting though it's like you were taking over his mind it doesn't really matter if he's good at acting he believes what you're putting in his brain but mm. yeah i think they'll learn from that and be like and even like falcon and winter soldier will be like well we don't want to pull a raw we don't want to pull a boner like we're not doing that yeah i i because it was a boner. stop you know who loves to pull a bo- boner blue chew blue chew Pull your boner. Stop uh, it. The, <laughs> ew, 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 ew. I think we just got demonetized. Yeah, uh, they're like, but, take it out. Pull out. <laughs> no, I think, and this is also like that whole big mystery cameo, really a perfect storm, right? Like it was a joke by Paul Bettany setting up a battle with himself, I which like it was. He's done enough publicity tours. He should have known better at that point. This was he after was WandaVision came out and broke the internet and people were excited. He like... And even Matt Shackman in a later interview said, look, Paul Bettany dug himself in this hole. He can get himself out. He was clearly like kind of annoyed that Paul Bettany did that because it set up all these expectations. And the same week, someone asked Elizabeth Olsen, hey, do you have a Luke Skywalker level cameo coming? And she goes, uh-huh. And then that was the headline. But I I'm think she had do- to. She's like, yes, Andy, and like what her co-star did. <laughs> See, like- I think she was referencing uh, Evan Peters. I think in that moment, she didn't really understand (laughs) what Paul Bettany was saying. Maybe that interview hadn't come out yet. And someone else asked her that around the same time when she was doing her end of the junket. And she was like, oh, we do have an interesting cameo that is going to, like, melt people's brains. But, you know, she's not in the trenches with the fans. I don't think she fully appreciates what Luke Skywalker level internet breaking means. I think she knows. I feel like her PR team was probably like... Hey, if you don't know who Luke Skywalker is, why are you? No, she knows who Luke Skywalker is. I just don't think she fully appreciated what that meant to fans and what that what the equivalent of that would be in WandaVision. Okay. Oh, I think I think she. I would hope she would. She's the sister of the Mary Kate and Ashley. She knows how big celebrities are. I, well, I think a lot of celebrities, they, like, and look, this is no nothing to shame Elizabeth Olsen. These actors should, like, they have it in their contracts that they have to do interview after interview after interview. They're exhausted. Yeah, they're She's trying to shoot Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness in London right now. And I think she's just trying to get people excited and promote WandaVision, which is totally fine. I, I don't mm-hmm. think it's on her. I think it's on the creative team. And you mentioned uh, James Gunn. James Gunn has an answer for everything. He is all over Twitter. He's taken some breaks from Twitter. But, like, over the years, when you've asked him any question about his Guardians of the Galaxy movies, he has a well-thought-out answer. He spent a long time writing out his treatment for those. He knew exactly what the rules of the world were going to be. And they were so well-defined, Jess, that that, those rules are what the Russo brothers and Kevin Feige used for the uh, Infinity War and Endgame movies. Things that James Gunn created as rules of the MCU now, how Thanos would work, how interspace travel would work, are things that James Gunn created because he's one of the nerdy minds thinking that, and that's what you need behind the scenes of these things in order to keep the fans at bay, because we are ravenous. Uh, We are ravenous. Ultimately, I I hope that fans can forgive some of these like uh fan expectation um uh, missteps because ultimately this is such a beautiful story it's such a weird so quirky good. scary funny story and i hope the mcu does more of this you know i want to see if what you comes didn't next. like this last episode you can't say the last seven weren't ju- like the writing was so good and you you felt her pain even without mm-hmm. being hexed so it's like i'm not gonna denounce it for one episode right yeah, let's segue now into our yeah, final into what the devil it. segment. Uh, let's <laughs> let's talk Mephisto. You talk um, about it. <laughs> let's talk about it. 
Uh, I kind of gave you some clues that possibly in that final scene, if you want to stay on the Mephisto train, go for it. Because I think, as Jess and I have said, he's coming in the MCU at some point, yeah. and WandaVision definitely set the table for it. And But in terms of him being in WandaVision, yeah, I, I blew that call. <laughs> he was not. Uh, but I think I think many of you felt this way. The clues were there. They were just pointing in different directions. They weren't all pointing in the same direction. But uh, I think that was a fair, you know, uh, reading of those. And I don't think, I think it was too crazy yeah. that a devil could show up in this because we saw witchcraft show up in this. That's not well, too much of a Well, I think that's what it was. I think we were eating so much that we were like, it's Mephisto. But they were like, they like showed us a platter with eggs and we were like, can we also eat the plate? And that's what they're like, no, it's right here. It's eggs. Like, yeah. it's like, it was Agatha. It was Agatha. Here's the demon devil stuff. It's Agatha. And then we're like, but Mephisto's underneath, right? And it's like, no, it's mm -hmm. here you go. It's Agatha. And we kept being like, but devil. And it's like, but Agatha. <laughs> and so I think that was yeah. just, they were literally like, it's in your face. And we were like, it can't just be that easy. It can't be that. Easy. It's not just Agatha. It can't just be. Mm -hmm. You have all this demon well, stuff. Well, and this show, as I said, it, it primed us to be conspiratorial. It's going to yeah. sound like I'm blaming the show for this, but like, <laughs> it's it's just like a happy accident, right? Where they say, no, the hexagons actually do mean something. And when that was revealed, all of us were like, okay, every clue is going to be important. And then it was later revealed not everything was a clue for Mephisto or a clue for whatever mm -hmm. it's going to be. Yeah. And I'll say that like, yeah, Mephisto was one I was beating that drum real hard, but like, it like everyone was wrong. Whatever your theory well, was no, for the show, yeah. you thought it was nightmare? probably wrong. You, so many. It wasn't nightmare. Everybody literally was. It like, wasn't it's Grim Reaper. Nightmare. You guys are dumb. And no. I was like, Girl, it wasn't Shathan. It wasn't no Dottie. It wasn't Fox X Men Quicksilver in this. Uh, like the multiverse didn't happen. Mutants weren't born yet. Uh, everyone was kind of wrong. Whatever your theory was, but that's okay. I think that mm. you know. Uh, a lot of you are like, oh, you blew this call. How do you feel? Are you going to cry yourself to sleep tonight? No, dudes, this is, have you, yeah, welcome to new rock stars. I've been night. doing this for years. And this is just like how I watch this stuff. Uh, if you're grading me on accuracy, uh, you're going to be disappointed. And I assume you have been disappointed. Before this, uh, every Marvel movie, every video I've done, I like to reach a bit further for a hot take. That's going to be wrong because I, to me, that's more fun. It's our mission here is to going to be to change the conversation online about this fan stuff. For too long, the haters have dominated the discussion. Now the appreciators, the stands are taking back the throne. It's time for <laughs> us to appreciate, find things to love about things, and to spend our time and our energy on that rather than snark. I'm done with snarking. Oh, yeah. No, yeah, baby. Just here at New Rock Stars, we just tried to preach gratitude, and uh, I feel grateful. I feel grateful for you, Jessica. I feel grateful for this show, uh, and I feel grateful for Marvel and just being able to talk about this stuff on YouTube and hear everyone else's theories. I think it's great. Oh, the babies! Oh, <laughs> babies! Happy. Well, uh, as I said, Jessica and I are going to be back uh, in the coming days for one final wrap-up episode of Inside Marvel Wandavision. Um, Jessica is going to be a regular face on new rock stars going forward. Yeah, it's been guys, such a delight you having me, you. Mm -mm -mm, too bad. I'm here all the time and I'm going to cry. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I'm just going to be. I, I, we're going to cry together. We're, there's so much great stuff to come. We're going to talk about it all over. New Rockstars has got so many weird new formats that I can't wait to share with you guys. Uh, so, uh, and not just Jessica, there's a whole bunch of new people that you're going to love who are, who are joining this team. <gasps> 
Oh, I can't wait to see. Stick around for that. Uh, keep on the lookout for that uh, next episode of Inside Marvel. I think it's going to come out Wednesday. Um, but we are going to now continue the show on Stereo with an exclusive segment of your questions and theories. An after-party the after-show. Download and follow us on the free Stereo app, Stereo.com slash New Rockstars, to be part of the fun. That's where New Rockstars is doing a bunch of weekly live podcasts that you can interact with, Stereo.com slash New Rockstars to join that conversation. Uh, Jess, you have been amazing. Uh, I love you so much. It's been so great to have you every week, uh, to hear your thoughts, for you to call me on my bullshit, to hear your theories, because yeah. you're amazing. Bullshit, bullshit, bullshit. That's what I'm here for. <laughs> bullshit, bullshit, bullshit. That's what I'm here um, for. Follow Jessica at Lulu underscore Clemens, but be nice to her. Do not go talk some yeah. shit to her. What are you guys doing? You guys lost your mind coming at me. My mom made a damn Twitter. She doesn't know how to use it. So I mean, it's, it's, it, it defeats the purpose, but she sees some of your guys' messages, which are usually just like, honestly, sexual harassment. <laughs> and my mom is like, my mom will be like, hey, how do I message them? And I'm like, leave it alone. <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry you have to deal with that, Jessica. It's but that's okay. what I mean Just by we're changing up. the conversation. We're changing the shut conversation. Um, I'm and so strong. So, yeah. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Big and strong, I'm like Drax. I'm Imagine my face up. on Drax. If you don't shut up, if you don't <laughs> shut up about those damn... Whoever Jeff is, I'm going to find him myself. Discord I Jeff. don't want to see those ever again. I never want to see those again. <laughs> Discord Jeff and uh, and Janice Julius on Discord. Both of the, it's I it's like it. this uh, face swap app. It's, it's disgusting. Uh, so follow me at EA Boss. Follow the Rockstar. Subscribe to Inside Marvel wherever you get your podcasts. And we're gonna close with our favorite moment of the episode, which for me, Jess, it's gotta be Ralph Boner. Boner. <laughs> Thank you.